0: Welcome everybody to my first ever podcast. This is Sports Talk. Um, I am coming to you live from New York, upstate New York. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Week 15 in the NFL. Week 15. We a couple months ago we didn't even think we were gonna get here, but here we are. Um. I usually do three key mashups, but seeing as it's uh, week fifteen, and we got a lot of playoff um, implications in these games coming up, I'm coming to you with over five key mashups this week. So let's just let's just start it off with the first key mashup here: Washington versus. Seattle, and I I need to start things off by saying I'm so sorry. Um, I'm gonna be sorry from the beginning just because we're gonna be talking about the NFC East um a little bit here. Um, this is one of the worst divisions in history. Um, but all the games that they have this week are with other playoff implication teams, and you know. We will have to talk about them, but Washington versus Seattle. Seattle is currently fifth in the NFC, um, tied for the division with the LA Rams at nine and four. The Rams are facing the New York Jets this week, which I don't expect the Jets to win this week against the top defense in the league in the Rams. Um, I think this is going to be an, a fairly easy win for for Los Angeles to go 10-4 and four and give the Jets their 14th loss of the season. Now, talking about the key matchup, um, Washington is 4th in the playoffs per division rules and leads their division. Right now, Seattle has... Running back Travis Homer, he's out. Defensive end Carlos Dunlap is questionable this week. Um, In the other side, Washington has Cole Holcomb, their linebacker, is out. Antonio Gibson is doubtful for Sunday. And the worst injury that they can have, the worst out scenario that they have. Quarterback Alex Smith is out for Sunday this game, meaning yes, Dwayne Haskins is coming in for Washington. Now, having Dwayne Haskins in for Alex Smith is, this is an easy pick for anybody out there. Seattle will get the victory this week. Um, Dwayne Haskins is just He's just not a good quarterback overall, um, in my eyes. He has been given opportunity through opportunity and has not come out and delivered the way you're supposed to. And right now, Seattle, even though Seattle's defense has been horrible um, these last couple of uh, games, you have Alex Smith out. You have an Antonio Gibson who is doubtful almost out i don't see them winning against seattle i think this is going to be a tie for the nfc uh west co- going into next week um i think the rams C- the rams and seattle will both have 10 and 4 going up to next week washington will definitely drop to 6 and 8 um yes, that's one of my first key matchups, my second key matchup of the week. And let me start off by saying I am a Bears fan, but Chicago versus Minnesota. Chicago and Minnesota are both tied eighth in the playoff hunt and second in the division. We can safely say that the division is that they're not gonna contend against the Packers for the division. But we are still alive for a playoff run for that seventh spot in the NFC. Now they're both down half a game of that last playoff spot. Um injury reports from Minnesota has tight end Kyle Rudolph out. Um, out for the game. Chicago has a couple of questionable players. You got safety Dion Bush, tight end Jimmy Graham, linebacker Khalil Mack, and a very weak secondary. Give last week, Chicago came and they showed what they can do. Given the opportunity, Trubisky has been sitting for the last. I would like to say six, seven games. Um, I really thought against that Green Bay Packers team, he was going to come out and show why they should have never benched them. He never showed up. Um, He did show up last week. And I expect him to show up this week. Right now, I got Chicago winning... Against Minnesota. Everything is going to depend on how the defense stops my clear-cut MVP this year, Dalvin Cook. How they're going to stop the running game. If Chicago's defense can stop the running game, this will be... A very clear-cut victory for Chicago if they cannot stop the running game. This is going to come down to the wire. I think that Montgomery, if Montgomery has to show up, Cole Met, I love the rookie, I love the kid. Um, And with Jimmy Graham being very questionable, I think this is his game to show... Out what he can do. This is going to be a very intense game. From the beginning. I think this is one of those games that Trubisky. Needs to show. Hey. This is why you should keep me around. You should have never benched me. This is going to be the game. To show them. Hey I want the opportunity to go to the playoffs. And show you what I can do. Going to my. Third key matchup of the game of the of the day. Philadelphia versus Arizona. Philadelphia. I, I I can't even think of talking about the NFC East right now. But Philadelphia is out of the wild card. They're currently third in their division with Washington being six and seven, the Giants being five and eight, and virtually Philadelphia and Dallas being tied four and eight. Now Arizona is seventh. In the NFC. Third in their division. It is very clear cut that they will not contend for the division as Seattle and the Rams are three games up, Arizona, with three weeks left. Arizona seven and six. Um clearly need the win more than Philadelphia just because they're holding that last spot by a threat at seven and six. Chicago or Minnesota, whoever wins that game and Arizona losing. This means a tie for the seventh spot going into week sixteen. Now injury reports For Arizona, they got Zane Gonzalez. Their kicker is out for the game. Chase Edmonds, questionable for Arizona. I don't want to do an injury report on Philadelphia. I just don't. Just because everybody's always injured there. One big upside for Philadelphia is they sat down Carson Wentz and gave Jalen Hurts his opportunity at quarterbacking. I think this should have been done a long time ago. Carson Wentz is a overrated quarterback in my eyes. I think Jalen Hurts should have started by week four. This would have given given Philadelphia the opportunity to at least be up big in the NFC East, in my opinion. But this is going to be Jalen Hurts' second straight start, getting the W last week. Honestly, I don't know who's going to win this game. The clear cut should be Arizona. I should say that. But Jalen Hurts has something to prove. Jalen Hurts is a rookie. If he wants to start next year, which is going to be a little impossible, knowing that they they threw all that money at Carson Wentz. Jalen Hurts needs to be lights out the last three weeks of the season. He needs to be light out. So going against Kyler Murray. Who is hanging by a threat. In that seventh spot. This is going to be. A very tight game. I think it is going to go down to the wire. Jalen Hurts is going to sh- show up. And show everyone what he is capable of. Tyler Murray needs to show up too. Not just because you're expected to win against a Philadelphia team. Because you are going for a playoff hunt. It doesn't matter who you face. You might be facing the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. And you're still expected to win. Because even though the Jets are the worst team in the league, I think the Cowboys should be the worst team in the league. Um, third key matchup: Cleveland versus the Giants. Now, everybody's going to be thinking, you have Cleveland versus the Giants as a key matchup this week. Yes, I do. And we're going to go back to how I started the beginning of the show. The NFC East is up for the grab. So, the Giants need a big win. Because what does this mean? The Giants winning and Washington losing, they retake first place in the NFC East. Now Cleveland, on the other hand, they are fighting for a playoff spot. They are currently fifth, and the AFC is stacked. The Ravens are out at eight with eight and five. The Browns are fifth with nine and four. A loss by Cleveland Means they can be out of playoff contention right now. A win by the Giants means that they're in the playoffs. And vice versa. So this is why I put them as a key matchup. Because there's big playoff implications on both sides. Cleveland is not going to win the division. The Steelers are running away with it. With three weeks left. The only way... That Cleveland can win the division is if they win all, and Pittsburgh loses all. And that is a very unlikely scenario. Now, the Giants have, I call them Danny Turnovers. He's been proving me wrong the last couple of weeks. Well, not wrong, but he's been trying to show everyone what he is capable of. Minus last week, which he I think he came back early. You can see that he was he was very stiff in the pocket. He could not move. He should have sat down, rested that light, and come up and come out this week and let Colt McCoy play last week. Um a lot of people say that the Giants are not going to make the playoffs without Saquon Barkley. I think that the New York Giants, with with Alex Smith being out, let me let me say this: with Alex Smith being out from Washington, the New York Giants have an opportunity of winning the division. This is going to be a tight game. Actually, let me retract that. This is not going to be a tight game. I'm hoping it's a tight game. I hope the Giants defense shows up. I hope Daniel Jones shows up and makes this a worthwhile game to watch. But everything indicates that this is going to be a blowout by Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Once again, I hope that's not the case, but it's going to be musty TV. My last key matchup off of the week, my fifth, New England versus Miami. And you're going to be thinking, why are we talking about the Patriots right now? Why are they in the conversation? They're not in a playoff hunt, technically they have a slim chance of making the playoffs but the reason why i picked this is not because of new england it's because of miami and the same scenario with cleveland the dolphins right now are 8 and 5 sole possession of that not sole possession tied with the ravens at 7th the dolphins have had an impressive an impressive campaign this year the dolphins need to show up Tua needs to show up. Unknown if Miles Gaskin is going to be cleared from COVID protocol to start the game. I doubt it. So I think they're going to go with Hamed, the rookie. This is an important win for Miami against New England. They need to shut down New England. That defense that showed up last week against Kansas City, that defense needs to show up. This is a defining game for Miami in terms of playoff implications. Because you're going to be facing Buffalo in Week 17. And I'm sorry. You guys are not going to be Buffalo. They have been playing great football. I've had this conversation with a couple of my buddies about Josh Allen being in the MVP conversation and telling me I'm crazy. Look, I did. I haven't said that Josh Allen is the MVP. I'm saying that he's in the conversation. He is in my top four. Wish my top four are Dalvin Cook, Patrick Mahomes, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen. Does Josh Allen deserve the most improved player of the year? Of course. Of course. I think the mistakes he made in the playoffs last year really helped him take a leap. In his development. But Miami. You need. To win. You need this win. You need a win next week. To make the playoffs. These two next wins are going to be very important for your playoff hopes. And. To finish off with the NFL, Buffalo can clinch the division with a win today. I don't see why not. I said it last week. They were not going to clinch. I didn't see Baltimore losing. They didn't lose. I said they were going to clinch today. So Buffalo can clinch their division today. And I do believe that that will happen. Now moving to the NBA. I will be doing a couple of team predictions. I will be doing it by division um, before Tuesday. Um, But right now, I just really want to talk about James Harden real quick. James Harden demanded a trade from Houston. He still has a 2 plus 1 left on his contract. Houston is trying to find teams to trade with to get a, there's not going to be an equal value trade out there for him, but the closest thing to it. Now, the big problem with this is teams are looking at this as a problem. James Harden gave him a list of who he wanted to play with. Which we have Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Miami, are one of his three top destinations right now. There's teams out there that are thinking, hey, why don't I do a Kawhi Leonard? Why don't I do a Toronto Raptors did, get him for one year, and go all in? Well, because that's going to be the problem. He has a two-year contract. So you're going to be giving up all of your assets to bring him in, thinking, hey, two years, we might be able to do this. But the way he's been acting unprofessionally, going to Vegas, going to strip clubs, going partying, what what are you doing right now? What is that telling me as an owner? That if I take you in, you're going to be doing the same thing you're doing right now with Houston? Putting our team in jeopardy? James Harden needs to understand that even though he is a franchise player, even though he is the guy... The teams are not going to want to go for you even though you can average 35 points per game. They're not going to go for you. They prefer to have the team they have now than to add you and have you be a distraction for their team. I think James Harden should have given an opportunity to John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins which by the way played together in Kentucky and even though they've been having injury problems. I think Houston and having them together is going to really help them out in terms of injury. Because I can give you an example on Derrick Rose, who tried his best in Chicago, ended up moving moving on, going to Minnesota, into Detroit, and now he's back to that all-star level. And James Harden not giving them the opportunity to. James Harden needs to look himself in the mirror. And to and ask himself, "Am I doing this properly?" Yes, I am, the guy. But that doesn't mean that you can act like a royal brat because that's what I see. James needs to start acting a little bit more professionally. Needs to start going into the season with more of a mindset of, Hey, you've guys given me everything. I'm going to give you a little leeway because you've done everything I've asked for. So I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some time so you can get what you need from me or out of me in terms of trade value. Now moving on to the NHL. Not a lot of news but big news. There's talks on both sides of a 56-game season. This means we're going to have hockey. This means we're going to have hockey in 2021. And I am very excited for it. I'm a Blackhawks fan. Made a lot of trades this season. Let go of a lot of good players. But we gained some good assets back. And I really like that. I really like our hopes for this season. But the big question is Tampa going to go back to the playoffs or back to the Stanley Cup. That's a very good question for my next show. Thank you everyone for listening to my first ever podcast. This is the first time I've ever done this. So I don't know how good I was hopefully I was good um thinking about doing this a weekly episode, but there would be a couple of episodes with debate just because of this covid pandemic can't really um go out and meet with friends and like have real big debates so there will be debates there will be, there will be weekly episodes. And I will have breaking daily news if and when they come. Thank you and Merry Christmas.